Attention SLPs and OTs with existing private practices. Are you ready to level up your private practice and your life and make this your breakthrough year? If so, join us for Make More in 2024, a free training offered on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern to discover how to shift from clinician to CEO. During the training, we'll talk about the importance of maximizing your income, adding revenue streams, setting up systems, and more so that you can ultimately work smarter and build a successful, sustainable, and sellable business. To sign up, just visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash training. Don't miss the chance to learn how to effectively navigate the growth phase of the private practice journey. See you on the training. Hello, and welcome to this Mindset Monday edition of the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. Today, we're going to talk about logos, what they mean for you and what they mean for your business. Stay tuned. My name is Jenna Castro-Casbon. I am part of a group of private practitioners who have taken client care into our own hands. We are skilled clinicians who pride ourselves on providing high quality care to our clients and their families. We are fighting against productivity requirements, administrative red tape, and unnecessary restrictions. We started our own private practices to take control of our professional and personal lives, of our schedules, of our incomes, of our future. We work hard for our clients, but on our terms. We believe in helping others, but also helping ourselves. We are not interested in competing with each other because we hope we'll all make it. We are successful private practitioners, and these are our stories. Hello and welcome to this Mindset Monday edition of the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. So I want to talk to you today about your logo and whether you have a logo, whether you have a logo that you like or you don't like, this episode is for you because I just want to give you a little bit of insight into some things I recently went through with my logo. So when I started the independent clinician back in 2008, I didn't have a logo. I just used a uh, text, right? I just wrote out the independent clinician and that was that, which, you know, you may think like, oh man, that's kind of lame, but think about Google's logo. Google doesn't have a logo, right? I mean, it does have a logo, but it's not like a drawing or any kind of image. It's literally just text in different colors. So one of the biggest companies in the world is just using a text-based logo. So that gave me permission to feel like it wasn't so bad that I didn't have like a real logo. So fast forward a couple of years and I decided that I was uh, ready for a logo. But at the time, I didn't really want to invest in having someone do it for me. So I went online. I looked at a whole bunch of different logos that I liked. I found one and I made it, found one I like, wanted to kind of model my logo on. Um, it was text up above that said the independent clinician and below were five colored dots. And um, that was my logo. <laughs> it was, again, essentially a text-based logo with five dots at the bottom. It said nothing about private practice. It said nothing about speech pathology. It kind of said nothing about nothing, right? But I kind of liked the colors and, you know, I just wanted to change things up. So that's what I did. That's one of the things that I want to 
really emphasize today is that you can have like you can have different iterations of your logo. It doesn't have to be like something that you build up for and that you wait and that you stay stuck because you don't have the perfect logo. Logos can change and they probably should change as your company and as you evolve. So I've been using this logo um, with the independent clinician up top and then these five dots at the bottom for a couple of years. And over the past year and year and a half, really, um, I've started to level up in terms of getting invited to speak at conferences, even sponsoring conferences and doing these kind of events where they ask the people putting on the conference or the summit or whatever it is, ask for your logo. And, you know, I've obviously given it to them, but I, I haven't really felt like that good about it. Right. I've like, OK, yeah, here, here's my logo. But there was an aspect of me that just wasn't super proud of my logo. It was fine. It did the job, but it didn't really say anything. It didn't communicate anything about me and my brand. And that's the point of logos. Logos are not for you as the business owner. Logos help represent what you do, but should be liked by your audience. And whether your audience are, um, you know, kids with autism or, you know, parents of kids with autism or adult neurogenics or, you know, corporate SLP, whatever it is that you do, your logo should mean something to them even more than it means something to you. So a couple of years, you know, kind of went by, I had that logo. I started giving it out when I was starting to speak at these conferences and, um, and I just didn't feel good about it. So finally one day I was like, you know, Jenna, I think it's time to revisit the logo thing because it was something that, that I felt was actually holding me back to not have a logo that I was proud of after all of these years, right? So I decided um, I'm doing an inventory right now in my life and I encourage you to do this too, to take an inventory of anything in your life that is holding you back and make a plan to change it. So um, even me, there's things holding me back in my life and in my business, and I'm actively making a plan to change some of those things. And one of the easiest things that I can change is my logo. So about a day after I realized that not having a logo that I was proud of was holding me back, I decided to hire a logo designer. So I went on 99designs.com and I paid money. And what it is, is it's really a contest where you put up a certain sum of money and designers from all over the world design logos for you. So you give a description of your company or what you're looking for. You also upload a couple either logos that you like or designs that you like. Um, the website has this for you. They basically present you with a whole bunch of logos and you pick the ones that you like the best. So Anyway, I decided to have this contest on 99designs and have all these people design logos for me. So at the beginning of the contest, the contest I think is runs for four days and it's actually just wrapping up now. Um, I threw out some ideas and all of the ideas that I was coming up with seemed very much like what I like. I like clean lines and bold lettering. And I, I found myself making the same mistake and just gonna, I was literally gonna pick just another boring logo <laughs> that said nothing about me or my business or who I serve. And so then I was like, Jenna, come on, you've got four days of this 
contest with logo designers who are professionals and doing this from around the world. Like, don't don't waste this opportunity. So I decided to um, ask for some ideas from my audience of what symbols and what ideas you thought of when you thought of private practice. So people said all kinds of things. People said, you know, freedom, fulfillment, being the boss, um, building your dreams, um, reaching for the stars, all kinds of stuff like that. So I, I took those descriptors into account and I added those into the contest and said, you know, my audience is um, mostly female, professional women who are helping people people and are um, trying to step into the role of business owner. And I want to empower them to feel really good about their ability to do that. And some of the symbols that they are thinking of are things, you know, like um, hands and hearts and, um, you know, strength and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So those were the symbols or symbolism that I wanted uh, created. So um, about 200 plus designers or 200 plus designs is what I ended up getting back. And I took the ones that were my favorite and I picked like four of my most favorite versions of the logo that I thought that I liked, but also that my audience might like. And what I did was I put a couple polls out in my Facebook groups. So I put a poll out in the SLP private practice beginners group. And then also in the student groups for people who are members of my programs, the start your private practice system and grow your private practice. Cause I wanted to see what people um, responded to. So of the four designs that I put out there, two were very clear winners. So, and you may have actually been aware that this was happening. Maybe you even voted. And if, if you did, thank you for taking the time to do that. So I got a whole bunch of feedback from people, but people, you know, what they liked, what they didn't like. So I'm going to try to describe what the images look like. So one of them um, was a circle that said the independent clinician on the inside and then under it said build your private practice. And up at the top was a star. And I had given the image of a north star, a guiding star, a guiding light. Um, because what I want people to do in their private practices is to reach for their goals and to have their why in mind. And so that was my thinking behind having this star. Now, ironically, some of the feedback, a lot of people said that the star reminded them of religion and of um, um, baby Jesus and uh, the three wise men. And that wasn't exactly what I was going for. Um, but it's still, you know, I think that in, you know, I think what that speaks to is that in life, no matter what your, your religious or other backgrounds are, there, there are mythologies and are um, stories about stars leading the way. Okay. So that was one of the designs. The other design was of a house and it said the independent clinician inside of the house and independent was like kind of coming out of the house, like busting through. And at the bottom, it said, build your private practice, which is my new tagline. So that design um, was supposed to symbolize building things, right? And building your practice from the ground up. And um, that one also got really good feedback in terms of people saying that they felt that that was in line with what I was doing. And people like the circle one too, even um, with the star and everything else. But people seem to really respond to the one with the uh, the house. 
And so, um, that was a really cool thing for me to see just what my audience was responding to. And I encourage you, if you were going to make a logo, part of why I'm telling you this whole story is you need to ask your ideal customers, your ideal clients, referral sources, etc., what a version of your logo they like the best, right? Um, not necessarily like your mom or your sister or your best friend, but the people who are, are in your audience. Th- those are the opinions that matter and count. I mean, you need to like it too, right? It's representing you and your company, but you want them to like it. So uh, I did another poll once I had narrowed down to these top two designs, the circle with the star and then the house. And by a landslide, my audience picked the house. And, uh, you know, the, the symbolism of building your private practice and the house can symbolize a couple things. It can be a brick and mortar private practice. It could be the house of the clients that you see people in. It could be just the concept of building things, right? It could also be you building your dream house and your dream life and having that security that you can get through private practice. So um, I'm very proud of the design that was ended up being chosen. And the other cool thing is I'll have a link to this in the show notes, but the way that the house um, is drawn, so there's like a roof over it, right? And then in the middle, it says the independent clinician and independent is coming out of the house, which made me think of like thinking outside of the box, right? And then the bottom is like um, the bottom of the house or the foundation. So also what this makes me think of is that you have to have a firm foundation at the bottom of any building. Anything that you're building needs a solid foundation. And at the top, you need a roof, right? And the roof is like, you know, any kind of kid's drawing of a roof where it's, you know, like a triangle and and reaching up. So I still have that symbolism of, of reaching up, right? So the foundation element of building your private practice, that's what I teach people in my beginner course, the Start Your Private Practice System. And that is all about having a firm foundation to build your practice on, you know, getting your ducks in a row, getting your first clients, uh, figuring out how to do taxes, how to get paid, becoming credentialed with, you know, at least one insurance company if that's what you want to do. All of that foundational stuff is what I cover for my beginners. So that is symbolized in the bottom of the house, okay? Now the top of the house where there's the roof, and I mentioned that it's like a triangle. So for members of Grow Your Private Practice, my coaching program, I talk about how there are three things that every private practitioner who's looking to grow needs to think about. And the first one, which is symbolized by the top of the triangle, right, the top of the uh, roof pointing up, is income. That you have to, if you're going to grow your private practice, you have to be focused on income. And then the two things that are supporting the roof, if you think about the two triangles at the bottom of the roof, so those are teams. So hiring a great team for your private practice, whether it's independent contractors or employees or support staff. And then the other part of the triangle are systems and making sure that you have systems that are streamlined and in place in order to support your private practice and support your growth. So in the end, I'm really happy with how the logo was chosen in terms of the process. I think that people felt um, felt good to participate, right? It always feels good to like have a vote and ha- feel like your vote counts. And in this can't, 
you know, everybody's uh, vote counted. And it was interesting, you know, what a landslide uh, voting it was. Um, but the symbolism that emerged for me and my audience, I think, was really powerful in terms of what I am, who I'm serving in my audience and how I am serving them. So I encourage you to take a look at your logo and see, like, is it conveying what you want it to convey? And if not, maybe think about getting a new one, right? Again, it is completely okay for you and for your company to change your logo over time. You can stick to the same colors. You can pick different colors. You can pick an entire different kind of logo. You can do whatever you want because you are the business owner and you are in charge. So I hope that this was helpful for you to think about, you know, some processes that I teach people, right? I teach people in my beginner program how to pick a logo. And then in Grow, I often talk about how to change your, your logo or your brand identity or whatever as you start to become a bigger business, right? So anyway, like I said, I hope that this was helpful for you. And if you are interested in either of those two programs, you start your private practice system or grow your private practice, I have two free webinars one for the beginners and one for the advanced folks. So if you are a beginner and you're looking to learn some of these things, if you want to go through the training I have in the course about how to create your logo, um, the first thing you need to do is watch this free webinar. So you can go to startyourprivatepractice.com backslash webinar, and I'll share the ins and outs of private practice with you. I promise to tell you more about private practice in 60 minutes than you ever learned in grad school. And then for my advanced people, I have a training where um, a couple minutes ago I was talking about the ceiling and the symbolism and how um, to grow a private practice, you need to focus on income, teams, and systems. And that's something I go into depth with with my um, advanced webinar. So for that one, for growth level people, you can go to growyourprivatepractice.com backslash training. So I would love to see you on either of those things, whether you're a beginner or a more advanced person. And uh, again, I hope that this was helpful. And please like, let me know, send me your logo designs, post them. I would love to see what they are, what you pick. And um, I, you know, you voted in my contest. I would love to vote in yours too. So I hope that this helped and have a great week and uh, good luck with your logo, um, either creation or update. And uh, let me know how it goes. Take care. Now that you've listened to the episode, I want to invite you to a free training. Do you have a business background? Most SLPs who go into private practice don't. You went to grad school, not business school. But here you are trying to start or grow a private practice. The good news is business skills can be learned and I want to help you make solid decisions on how to start and grow your private practice so you can serve your community and build a legacy while doing therapy on your own terms and your own time, and yes, make more money. I want to invite you to my free training specifically to help SLPs get the background information you need to know in order to be successful. There are two tracks, the start track and the grow track because the needs of beginners and growth level private practitioners are very different. The trainings are short but thorough and can be consumed and put into action quickly. I wanna teach you how to think, act, 
and behave like the private practitioner you are meant to be so that you can step into the vision you have for your private practice and your life. And the best part, these trainings are completely free. To register right now, simply visit independentclinician.com. Click start or grow and we can get started right now. Well, this episode might be over, but we don't have to say goodbye. Head on over to independentclinician.com for resources that will help you at each stage of your private practice journey. If you're on Instagram, let's connect. Follow me and send me a DM. I'm at independent clinician. And if you're on Facebook, make sure that you join the SLP and OT Private Practice Beginners Facebook group. All right, off to help more regular SLPs and OTs become successful private practitioners. Let me know if I can help you too.